0: Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Cast. It's another one of those, uh, dare I say, experimental uh, episodes, at least when it comes to recording. This time I'm recording directly uh, using the iPad's recording ability. I'm not going through StreamYard. See if it cuts out the uh, audio glitches and the freezing that we had in the prior test. Not using the external mic on this one. That'll probably be the next test, which could be tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow. Got the live stream tomorrow. Ben Burns is our special guest with uh, Bad Mike, and myself. 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, the Techhurst Tavern YouTube channel. Come on, you don't want to miss it. Next week, I do believe we have somebody... From a certain convention in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, Not a Gygax. Maybe I shouldn't say any more just yet. But it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Talking about stuff that's looking good. Um, Torchlight Issue 1 is pretty much preliminarily laid out by Jeff Jones. Uh, it is currently awaiting editing. Once that comes back, Jeff will tweak the layout. We'll, we'll put it up on uh, drive-thru. If you listen to this podcast, if you watch the vidcast, there'll be a discount code so you can get it for less than cover price. Um, maybe POD, print-on-demand on this, Depends. I think the page count justifies it but i'd have to do a, a proof copy just to be sure it meets my requirement and that we can do it for an affordable price so talking about print on demand and digest size, there's something that I, i've been asked this numerous times by numerous people and the most recent person asking me was Jan bond but i've had others been asking me over the course of several years would I consider uh, releasing Swords of Wizard of Continual Light in digest form? And my response has always been I would do it, but it has to be worthwhile making a change. It has to be something more than just, here's Swords of Wizard of Continual Light in digest form. I, and I don't want to make a second edition because the rules aren't changing. All right? So, second print, fine. So, it all started coming together last night. Um, and I reached out to James Spawn, I gotta make sure because we've got multiple Jameses that are gonna be involved in this. Uh, so James Spawn is gonna do a micro setting and an introductory adventure for Swords of Wizardry Continue Light, which will be included in the digest sized version. We're kind of thinking of it like a, I don't know mini b2 type of thing and the idea that you can just take this with the rules and start your campaign you got enough in the setting with the adventure and probably a few plot hooks to give yourself a couple of sessions of adventuring before you really have to dig too deep yourself that's number one um jeff jones who's been doing the layout for torchlight he did issue zero he's doing issue one Jeff is on board. He will do the layout into digest size for Sources to continue continual light. Locking down others. Uh, Mike Gross. He's been doing the editing for our projects. Mike has a busy plate, which is I'm happy to hear. Mike is going to be on board. He'll be doing our editing and our proofing. Art. I have access to a lot of stock art. Which is, um, I guess, a blessing, but it's also a blessing that uh, Jeff and myself have to decide whether we want to go full color interior or black and white. And there's bonuses and and umps, uh, about each way. And I know the classic OSR is to say black and white, but we've been having color color wheels is coming out over the past a uh, couple of years, so. I don't know. A lot of options. However, we have... uh, our cover artist... who will also be doing... a new Swords and Wizardry continual light... um, logo. And that's going to be James Shields. Now, you probably know James Shields... because he did the cover to the original... Swords and Wizardry continual light. But believe it or not, that's stock art. So, my idea... Was to reach out to James and say, James, I'd like you. I'm going to give James pretty much free reign when it comes to the cover. He knows what I had initially. I want that same kind of excitement, but I want James's artistic freedom to be in place. So, and uh, the new logo, I gave him some ideas. We'll see how that comes out. So, what else? Got a few other people. I reached out to somebody for the setting map. Uh, I've got somebody in in mind for the map or maps for the adventure. It feels good. So, now the question becomes, when will this be happening? Well, it's not going to be happening for a couple of months. Okay, this has to fit into everybody's schedule. Um, Mine is probably the easiest, but I already wrote what I'm pretty much going to be writing. I might add more, and that's what I'm going to be asking you all. We're not kick-starting this, all right? That's not the plan. However, I am putting this out there to the community. I'll put it up on the blog side later. What would you like to see? Besides this micro setting, besides the starting adventure, what else do you want to see? Some unique creatures, uh, magic items. We don't have magic items really listed. We could do a short section for magic items. This is all possible. Okay, it's, We're not going to change the level range. It's going to still be levels 1 through 7. The core rules are not changing. It's what additional stuff, what optional extras would you be interested in. Like I said, we have some time. We're probably looking at getting this in your hands. God willing. (laughs) Uh, End of the summer. Beginning of August, September-ish. Okay, we don't have a hard date yet, but uh I think that's a pretty good uh thing to look t- to aim at. Price point. I won't know the price point, especially for the print, until I see what it's gonna cost to POD it at drive thru. I've never done a uh, POD at drive thru. So but I I can reach out to a few that have and get an idea, at least I guess the black and white. I don't know, you know again we we it's in flux. Do you want color? Do you want black and white? The color, the cover is going to be color, guaranteed. But what do you want on the inside? Going color actually op- opened up more options, and we can use a higher grade paper, which is always nice, without you feeling you're paying for extra grade paper, which is color grade paper, but it's going to be black and white interior. So, throwing that out to all of you, you can leave a comment below. Uh, you can leave a voicemail 347-509-5168 347-509-5168 if you're listening on Anchor you can use the Anchor app to leave a voicemail you can email tankcarstavern at com. so we'll see how the quality of this video is how the sound quality is uh, how easy it is for me to upload this onto YouTube just using the iPad fun time Like I said, I want to know if I can leave my laptop home when I go to North Texas. Folks, we are still in the midst of the world of COVID. I ask you to use your common sense. you got to keep yourself healthy and safe before you can worry about keeping others healthy and safe. Be safe. Be well. God bless. Roll those dice. Roll them well. Uh, Knock on wood. I'll be back again tomorrow. With Bed Mike, Ben Burns from Comic uh, Games, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Ben's a multiple uh, award winner of the North Texas RPG Con Three Council Award. So we got a we got a notable personality. All right, folks, I shall be back again tomorrow. Later. Folks, hello and welcome to Tavern Chat, the big cast, the podcast, the cast, cast. So, I don't usually do uh, too many emails because I mostly get voicemails, but sometimes I do get emails. And Epic Camacho is a longtime taverner and he makes some very good points. This is in regards to gamer entitlement. You know, when you get those gamers that. Uh, I, I. I I shouldn't say they spur me to violence, but they give me violent thoughts sometimes because it's all about me, me, me. And I could even do something else about that, but I got some voicemails I also need to get to that'll probably happen this weekend, uh, Saturday or Sunday. But in the meantime, uh, from Epi, just watched a video about entitled Folks in a Hobby. It's actually something I have seen firsthand, and it's honestly a sad thing to witness. This is going to be a two-part email, so I hope you're ready. And it's two parts within one email. One of my favorite games is Castles and Crusades, and I have to tell personally, myself, C&C is a great game. It is what brought me back to gaming. I bought Castles and Crusades on, at buy.com which he not even buy right now. I don't know what the heck it is right now, but buy.com. Great ooh, great name for, for a website, right? I, I think that it was like nine nineteen for a player's handbook for CNC or a player's guide. And uh, I bought like a half dozen copies. I could give it out to my old gaming group. CNC reads like AD&D 1A back in the day that we played it, even though it's got... Its chassis is built on third edition. So... It's like that Rosetta Stone between the OSR and 3E. Great system. I'd love to see uh, more support, not just from the trolls, but from other companies. Um, and in fact, it's so easy to, it's, it's it's simplistic. It's got easy mechanics and you can easily make it your own. Today, now this course is going back to the weekend because uh, Epi sent me this email over the weekend. I've had so much other crap to get to. I, I apologize, Epi. Uh, today, one of the Facebook posts in the group, I saw that someone was suggesting a major change to one of the classes. It doesn't really matter what the change was, but it was an obvious home rule. They wanted to be made an official part of the game. I've seen this. It's like, well, uh, I, I think that, and it should be, and that's not how it is. And Listen, I've experimented with house rules since I was gaming in the eighties, you know, house rules are, are great. And uh, even coming back to gaming, um, I, I, my place could tell you, I experimented with using luck, bringing a version of luck into it, kind of like DCC, but different into my and sort Wizardry, of because you find little rules hacks that feel good, but it doesn't mean it should be part of the core rules, the official rule set, but in any case, um, they wanted to make it, make it an official part of the game. I would simply responded with the usual, it's your game, play it as you see fit. They replied that they wanted it to be an official rule change. At that point, I just said that not everything has to be made to be framed around their specific house rules. And it's impossible to change the official rules to suit everyone. I can already see where this is going. Of course, they then blocked me. This is touching on another topic, and I think it's actually uh, appropriate. Yes. And that is something that often happens in these internet internet discussions. And listen, again, I blocked somebody last week because they weren't arguing in good faith. Again, misquote, misquoting stuff I had just stated. But other people blocked Real quickly, and you know what? You know who's a quick person to to block people they disagree with. The offender that actually led to me blocking somebody, Zach Smith. Zach used to run Google Plus as if it was a walled garden. I never knew what a walled garden was until Zach and others started walling off this garden, only allowing their circle, their close knit uh, people to do boy No matter what you do, you're Fucking awesome right um and and therefore never heard dissenting voices that is something that i gotta say google plus really enabled more so maybe than facebook but facebook has it listen i'm on the block list of numerous people because i don't use my platforms the blog the podcast the youtube forum the discord channel i don't use it for the forces of good. Now, the forces of good is, to me, I further gaming, right? I further the OSR. I like to get a, build a gaming community. But the people that have their issues with me is because I don't use it for their political aims. And uh, I should be using my, my platform for what they believe, whether on the left or the right, to be uh, the proper political social aim. I don't do that shit. I don't believe in that shit. So, block away. Make your own echo chambers. It's fine. You know, if all you want to hear is yourself and uh, dripping water. You know, God bless you. So, that's the end of, the, end of the story. After the block, I see that a, a lot when someone comes from another game system, whether it be 5e, Pathfinder. Or something else, and there's always that one person says, "Why isn't there room for X, Y, Z in here?" Because they're so used to it, and if there's no rule, they can't. It can't be done. Again, I had, I ran a game with Swords and Wizardry Light for players expecting five E, and it did take some time at the game table at Gary couple years ago to get them to get away from the. Uh, I use my intuition skill. You know, no, you don't. I don't. Do you think he's lying? Maybe he's lying. I, I can't tell you. you. Asking questions. That's how it works in most old school games. Right? Um, they really need to open their minds a bit and realize the rules were made as a framework. Made to be broken. So Epi can't stand rules lawyers. Uh, you know what? I don't mind... A rules lawyer, so long as they realize that the court does not necessarily, in the world of gaming, uh, make decisions that are going to be based on rules. I might set a new precedent and say, I I may legislate from the gaming bench at my table, and that's fine. Okay? I don't mind rules lawyers. Quote the rules in the book. I might have forgotten it. That's great. Maybe I'll go, oh, shit, you're right. Glad you fixed it. Or I might go, yeah, I know this rule and I think it's bullshit and this is how I roll at the table, but now I'm setting precedent. So somebody can come back and go, well, last session, you did it, X, Y, Z. And they are like, oh, shit, you're right, I did. Let's stick with that precedent. Second part of Epi's email. The second part deals with VTT. VTT is programming a rule set. For even the simplest games, is an uphill battle in coding and planning out. Uh, you sound like you're doing Fantasy Grounds. If you know how to code for Fantasy Grounds, I understand. I've been told it is easy as pie, or maybe even easier than pie. However, I had trouble just converting adventures into use for Fantasy Grounds. So, unless your boss has this pre programmed for you, uh, rules such like World 20 seemed to run better for me because I'm very much more theater of the mind. But in any case, um, a tip of the iceberg, if you will, for the most part. Uh, there are many in a hobby who have dedicated a significant portion of their time and knowledge to building out these rule sets for the various, almost countless, it seems virtual tabletops that are out there. I hate seeing folks complaining about a usually free rule set but how it doesn't contain their favorite spell or can't do a simple drag and drop of stats or inventory or anything of that sort. I've seen that too. Not a lot because most of the groups that I play with, we don't really use a lot of that, but I've seen it on message boards. And again, somebody volunteering their time, take what you can get unless you think you can do better. And I'll be guaranteeing you almost without a doubt, almost without exception, those complaining are like me, Skillless when it comes to coding so learn learn this is what we, this is what we say learn to code you know if if you're going to complain about something that you have no ability to do yourself and other people volunteer not time to do well then learn to do it yourself and then you have nobody to complain to but yourself right um the worst offenders are the ones who like my first point complain about how they can't do the thing they were able to do with the official 5e rule set with this other rule set people forget a vtt is meant to assist in running your games online although some of them are more integrated some of them are more uh completist in what they can do um i don't know again i'm a minimalist It's the reason why at the roll 20 asked me to record one of my sessions, and I told them, "You probably don't want the minimist, minimalist, minimalist I am uh, doing so, and the fact that we'd have to probably cut three fourths of the audio for being uh, an improper, uh, not politically correct, vulgar, obscene, and just really bad, like potty jokes." So you know, think about you know d d was at the table when you're a teenager. I don't think it's changed for a lot of these groups that form amongst like friends. Uh, gaming is our chance to act like 16 years old, but with beer. you know, It kind of happens. Um, Epic goes on. It's not supposed to be the focus of and do everything, every damn thing for you. You know what? But for some people it is. And I understand that. And I, I mean Epi says use some tokens, share a map, and roll some dice. I don't even use tokens. But I appreciate those that do. And those that do all the extras and the Chatsky thing. I never used to use um, what do you call it? Like virtual handouts, players' handouts on roll 20 until I was actually a player in a game that used it. I went, oh, this is a pretty cool trick. I should use this. So Listen, this is certainly one of those to each their own. I think when it comes to VTT, you have to find a group that kind of matches your play style. If they like everything automated, then, and you don't, that's not the group for you. And if you like everything automated and your group is being run by some jackass like me, you probably don't want to play in my group. You'd be like, why isn't this automated? Listen, dude, just Roll the dice. I know have had players roll their own dice at the table, physical desks are sitting at, and then tell me the results. Whatever works. Whatever works. Epi, uh, anyway, I'll go with my soapbox of the program in its many forms and hope you and the family are well. Hope to see you all at North Texas. You will see me and my lovely wife Rach at North Texas. I will not be running the Frog Guy game, but I've gained the uh, booth, but I will be, uh, I'll be roaming. I will be getting in trouble, I am quite sure. Nice, good trouble, but trouble nonetheless. I think that Wednesday night, Chris dodd is going to be hosting, uh, hopefully a live stream, not we'll record it, of uh, the North Texas, uh, was it the evening before? Get it on. uh, We're going to be doing a drink tasting. Adult beverages only. Folks, on that note, I'd like to remind everybody we're still in the midst of the world of COVID. What does that mean? It means use your common sense, right? Use your common sense. Keep yourself, your loved ones, your family, your friends healthy and safe. Be safe. Be well. God bless each and every one of you. Roll those dice. Roll them well. And uh, knock on wood, I believe I'm back tomorrow with uh, Joe the Lawyer for Iron Rations. Gamers Health on Saturday Night with Rach. So, uh, I got some voicemails to get, through to get to. Might get to them uh, Saturday is a bonus episode or Sunday. We'll, we shall see. All right, folks. On that note, I'm out of here. Thank you so much. Oh, don't forget subscribe, like, comment. I think I said all. All right.